Hallelujah. I would like to praise the Lord for this wonderful opportunity to stand and share God's word. And I'm indeed uh, enthralled to the, about the introduction. Sometimes it is uh, more than what you actually expect. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise be to the Lord. And uh, somebody said, whatever profession you are, first you are an evangelist and then follows the profession. If you are a doctor, you are an evangelist and then you are a doctor. Every born again believer first stands at the front line evangelist and then comes our profession. So I praise God for the wonderful church and greetings from our fellowship back there in Brunei. This morning uh, we are going to meditate on blindness. Now we have Jemima there, optometrist, so whatever I say I have to be very careful because <laughs> she knows much better. So there are three types of blindness that actually medically we see. That is a total blindness, then you have the color blindness, and then you have this night blindness. So we are going to take those things and they relate it to our spiritual life and see how these things help us to understand God's word better. Okay? So before we go into God's word, shall we not pray and seek the Lord's spirit that God will open our heart and mind to receive God's word. Let's pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you for this wonderful time of worship. And Father, we come now before you, Lord with our open heart and mind to receive your word. Father, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from your mouth. In the same manner, Lord, we come before you this morning with a desire to know your word and to grow in your word. As your word says, O Lord, your words will not return void, but it will accomplish for the purpose for which it has been sent. The same manner, Lord, the word that you have given us, given me to share to the church this morning, we pray that it will accomplish the purpose for which it is being sent. Help our heart and mind not to be deviated by things that those around us, but to keenly pay attention to your word and to be blessed by your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And as we heard, this uh, total blindness is something that, you know, some people are born blind and uh, you're not able to see. And uh, they say there is something called 20 by 200. That is, what others could see at 200 feet, you need to see by 20 feet. That is that much closer. So that means you're totally blind. Then you have this color blindness and quite interestingly, the... Particularly, they say uh, men have, uh, you know, this uh, little color blindness, and uh, the women have a lot of this. And uh, they say, uh, jokingly, they say man could able to see seven colors, that women could able to see seventy colors. <laughs> But indeed it's true, that's why we wonder we have so much difficulty in choosing our cloth, our dress, right? <laughs> and then you have this night blindness where at certain circumstances you are able to see things very clearly, but then 
times comes then we are not able to see clearly so with that as the background let us see move into god's word during the time of jesus jesus talked about the blindness of the pharisees and the sadducees he said you are blind guides you are you are leading people in blindness so in the same manner not only that we find that uh, even in revelation while speaking about the church in laodicea god says you think that you are seeing but actually you are blind so there are few types of spiritual blindness we are going to meditate this morning and first of all we can turn to 1 corinthians chapter 2 verses 14 and 15 1 corinthians chapter 2 verses 14 and 15 can somebody help me read So here we read about a word, read about natural man and the bible says this natural man will not be able to understand or uh, to comprehend the things of the spirit that means literally he is blind to spiritual things now who is this natural man and um, if we want to know about this natural man we have to go back to the garden of eden so we know that god created every one of us and when god created adam god created adam as a triune being you know the bible says god made created a man in his own image and in his own likeness so i understand when god says in his own image and likeness god's image is righteousness and holiness its character and god is so holy and whom goes so righteous and man was made in such a manner so that man could able to fellowship with him and man could able to be close with him and commune with god because without holiness no man shall see god and without the righteousness we can't stand in the presence of god so holiness and righteousness is the image with which man was created and not only that it says in the likeness of god that is god being a triune being we all know that we worship a trinity god we are a triune being god the father god the son and god the holy spirit now man is also created in the same manner you know the bible study we clearly understand man is created as a triune being too body soul and spirit so somebody asked me uh, why should god exist in three forms like or in a three personality and um, the reason i i answered is because uh, it is for the purpose of man's salvation if man has to be saved then there has to be someone to receive and there has to be someone to offer and also there has to be something to be offered so in that manner god himself changed into a trinity being so that god the father could send the son the sun down to on the earth as jesus christ and offer himself as the lamb of god for the sacrifice and the salvation of the mankind i said because the bible says without shedding of blood there is no remission of sin so life has been given in the blood and blood has to be shed according to leviticus chapter 7 17 
so in the same manner if i said if man's salvation depended on four things then i have no hesitation to say god would reveal himself in four things so don't argue with whether it should be trinity or god because we need a somebody to offer the sacrifice and somebody to receive the sacrifice and somebody to be the sacrifice so god himself fulfill all these three things by being a triune god so god created us also in a triune being so that body soul and spirit so the moment man disobeyed god he uh, you know he disobeyed god and he we can say he became blind because in other words somebody said adam became blind by opening his eyes because the bible says when he disobeyed god when he ate the forbidden fruit his eyes were open even though his eyes were open he was shut out from the garden of eden from then onwards it was total darkness total blind he could not able to see god he could not able to commune with god because the bible says it is not that god could not able to see him but adam could not able to see god so that is a total darkness and total blindness from that day onwards when god is not there somebody else has already moved in and who is that somebody we know it is the god of this world the bible says very clearly in uh, second uh, second corinthians chapter uh, chapter 4 verse 4 Second Corinthians chapter four verse four. So here we really we find the Bible says Paul says to the Corinthians, the God of this world has blinded the mind of the people from seeing the glory of the gospel. So everyone who is born in this world is born blind. because we cannot see god we are not able to see god because our spirit is already the spiritual very important spiritual thing which used to commune with god has is dead because paul says in ephesians chapter 2 i think he says that you who were once dead in your spirit we were dead in dead in sin and in our trespasses we were dead in the spirit god quickened us alive and made us to sit him with heavenly places so we were spiritually dead when we are spiritually dead even though we exist with our soul and our body we cannot see god we cannot commune with god we are in total darkness and in that situation we can say that man out of his total darkness and because there is a void in him there is a spiritual void in him he began to seek god in various forms that's why we have so many religions and so many philosophies in order to fulfill the void that is in him so we find that satan is using that as his tool and that as a main thing in order to deceive the whole mankind so every person who is born in this world is born as a sinner and we are totally in darkness we are in total blindness <clears throat> the bible is very clear about it there is no one who is righteous Paul says very clearly the wages of sin is death and there is no one who is righteous so we are not we are not born as righteous people it is only by the blood of the lord jesus christ we become righteous so we find that the 
the the reason why so many people go out to reach as a missionaries is because they have seen they have seen they have got the vision about the uh, souls as we been hearing the past days but how the souls can be lost for eternity if they are not brought to the brought to Christ that is the reason why people go out as a missionaries giving up the jobs and lose and all the comforts they go out because they want somehow by some means they need to bring people to Christ and uh, we have this wailing war right? in the in uh, Israel, we have this wailing war people go there and keep you know praying and wailing that i would say it is actually should also be seen in our life we need to pray and pray for the lost souls because the bible is uh, god says i am seeking for a man to stand in the gap the reason is people who do not know god there are so many who do not know god and they are in total darkness and we need to pray that god will pour out his spirit and will turn people back to him and the lost image the lost blessings in the garden of eden has to be restored that is by it, it is been it's restored by the cross and that message has to be taken to all so we find every, we were also once in total blindness isn't it maybe we were born in a christian family or some of you might have been coming from a different uh, uh, religious setup but we were in total darkness but by the grace of god he has saved us you know when we sing the song that 1000 reason now i was just wondering what could be that uh, not 1000 it's 10000 reasons in fact if we were to start writing the 10000 i don't think we can come up to 10000 reasons but i would say that 9999 reason is because he has saved me that is the 999 reason one reason the one is what all the blessings that he has given us but it is the main thing because when we are born again the bible says there is a difference between as uncle was sharing is life and death god has given us the life to in order to see him and to be with him that is a glorious thing. so we find the first blindness that we see is the total blindness and that is the world and graciously god has delivered us from the total darkness from the total blindness because somebody prayed for us you know we are we are not born again because of our goodness sometimes we say i have from the childhood i used to go to sunday class every day i mean every sunday and used to memorize verses and all that and then time came then god saved me i don't think that would be the reason because there are people who never went to sunday school and never knew the word of god but god had saved them so it is not because of any of our goodness that we have been saved is totally by the grace of god god saw and god by his gracious uh, graciousness extended his hand and we just saw his uh, salvation so we find that uh, first is the total darkness and total spiritual blindness and we by grace of god we are born again but we need to pray for those who are in such a blindness we need to somehow with our words of the life somebody said keep preaching the gospel if it necessary use words such a striking statement keep preaching the word of god the gospel and if it necessary use words i mean you can understand what it means so that is the way it has to be as in our life 
life has to be a witness for others and uh, we move on to the second blindness that we we have in the word of god we turn to matthew chapter 15 matthew chapter 15 verses 14 matthew chapter 15 verses 14 Uh, here we find uh, and also in Matthew chapter 23 verse 16 we have another verse also in chapter 23 verse 16 so here we find this is blind guides and he says uh, yeah, yeah blind guides of the blind So what is this what does it mean it speaks about the religious blindness first is being totally blind for salvation so here it speaks about religious blindness what is this religious blindness their eyes were covered by religious clouds you know you have this cataract the cataract is something like some sort of a cloud formation in the uh, islands so you are not able to see properly in the same manner this religious clouds are there in our eyes so we are just stuck to our religious traditions this pharisees sadducees and the scribes and the lawyers they all were so well uh, versed in the scripture otherwise we can say from the in the old testament the torah or the law but they were not they were unable to see things beyond the law because the law was only there as a shadow for something that is going to come so they were unable to see that and they were stuck on to that and that's what they were teaching others also so it is a religious blindness that we see here and uh, this religious blindness is leading to teach about the tradition of men in mark chapter 7 in mark chapter 7 verse 8 we find that jesus is speaking about the traditions of men mark chapter 7 verse 8 okay, jesus say you have let go the commandments of god but holding on to the traditions of men here also we find even that is practically we see it in the in the christendom you know we find people are holding on to the traditions and letting go the word of god that gives life you know we find uh, somebody said um, you can have tons of religious rites rites but not an ounce of salvation now that's what we find in the christendom today there is so much of religious rites we this festival that festival and we go here and you go here and there and do this and that so much of religious rites but there's not an ounce of salvation so that is a very something that is really very shocking but it is true you know we we, have, we find that most in the christendom when i say the christendom it is inclusive of all the christians in this world is the catholic or all together so much of religious rites and practices and traditions but not an ounce of salvation so this we have to be very careful and also we see that um, there are churches which uh, 
which add on to the bible and also there are churches which subtract from the bible uh, somebody said that you have bible plus churches and you have bible minus churches i think you know what i mean you know bible plus churches you need christ and then another somebody or something else and there is my bible minus churches those things are not really important you know, just like this so in that manner we have we have at the even in today we have churches which are bible plus as well as bible minus but this all because of the religious matters they just stick on to something and say this is we don't want to give up our tradition you know my when we talk about salvation or practically when you talk about baptism this no you know my grandfather he was a uh, he was a achan for a long time or he was a priest or a father for a long time they never said anything like this so you find that i mean they are they, they never said anything like that is because they have been blind they are religious true they are wonderful religious christians there is no doubt about it in fact somebody are very very religious but then it comes to are you able to yield yourself to the word of god the red traditions of men and the traditions of the religion and really blind our eyes you know sometimes we even go to the extent of defending our belief you know instead of defending the word of god we defend our church the word of god is the most important and ultimate authority so we have to see whether what i believe is in line with the word of god that is very important and uh, maybe those who are born in the christian family we were once like this we were religious we were blind. we were very faithful going to the church very faithful in all these religious spiritual christian activities but we were not born again we didn't know the word of god but by the grace of god god has opened our eyes to see the salvation the first one is the total blindness that is unable to see the salvation for them it is foolish because the, the cross is something that, that is foolish to the world and we have this uh, religious blindness where the tradition of our religion blinds us from coming to know the word of god and um, they speak the language they speak the christian language but lack the essence of spirituality no personally i would say in my family yes not that family my relations there you know we have a group i think it may be true in your your experience also we have this family group and we share about god's word and we know that they are not born again they don't want to receive the lord and take baptism but you find the verses like god bless you and god is so gracious and god is so mighty i mean you see all that speaking the language is so wonderful but it lacks essence because the basic salvation we don't want to the basic be born again and be baptized and people with the holy spirit go to your uh, lively church that we don't want that we don't want to touch but we want to speak about the love of god we don't want to speak about the grace and the blessings of god so you find that is being the religious blindness you need to pray lord somehow as you saved me and as you saved us save them also so somehow by some means we need to keep on 
they may think that you are a you know this or this or that it doesn't matter but we have to keep on pushing some words about salvation and baptism and the, the, the life of god then we come to the yeah there is something also about this uh, religious blindness uh, no there was a time when the kingdom was going into a darkness and dark age and god saw and god moved a man and that is we you know that is martin luther then started the reformation you know recently i think few weeks ago we had 500 years of this reformation and now i think god saw the reformation then he was not satisfied then he started a spiritual movement that's right that's why we are here it is out of this reformation from the total darkness of this religious setup god brought this reformation and from the reformation then god is bringing a movement of the holy spirit and you know we have a spiritual movement going on and that is and we are a part i am praise god that we are a part of the spiritual movement because you know we when we are in the main line i don't want to i'm not that criticize or anything but we were like that once too we were in the main line churches literally somebody said i have been going to the church for nearly 30 years but god and i we never met you know that was the experience in our old church that was going to the church for nearly 30 years but we never met i never met god in the church but suddenly somebody brought me something and then took me somewhere and prayed and i was touched with the holy spirit and began to feel the presence of god so that could be uh, god saw that and then started the movement of the holy spirit that is what we call the pentecostal movement and um, now we come to the third blindness that we have that is uh, that is a spiritual blindness first one is the total blindness of salvation the second one is the religious blindness and thirdly we come to the spiritual blindness which i think is more appropriate for you and i because we are born again yet still can be born that's what we read in revelation chapter revelation chapter 3 verses 14 to 17 in revelation chapter 3 14 to 17 we read about the church in laodicea they were rich they were wealthy they were healthy and we find and they thought they have everything but god who could able to see us through and through god says you are blind now what is the reason we are born again the church of god the church among in which god is moving because the bible say he moves in the midst of the seven churches God is there but they are unable to see certain things and they are blind and God says uh, you buy you take the salve the ointment from me so and apply it and be healed of your blindness now what is this spiritual blindness especially in this uh, context it could be we are as we grow healthier and wealthier we try to lose sight on God you know everything begins to go peacefully then we begin to you know lose slowly lose sight on god now we think uh, you know everything is fine so i don't need much god and somebody said the uh, real prayers more real prayers are heard in the hospitals and somewhere the airport i don't know huh? 
<laughs> yeah in the life crisis moment that's where the real prayer comes that is real prayer comes when you have a crisis and that is why god wants to give us crisis so that he wants to keep the line of communication active and you know well alive otherwise slowly this content we begin to you know have this uh, complacency or content then we begin to slowly lose sight on god the god says you think you're spiritual and you're healthy and wealthy but that could be reason for your blindness so always stay alive with god don't let your all the wealthiness or your wealthiness come to you know, obscure to sort of you know uh, uh, hinder your sight from to see god so that is very very important for us and the same spiritual blindness you have another reason is called is a lack of knowledge why we are blind to say we are blind to certain things because of the lack of knowledge those who who drive ah you will know there are something called, called blind spot you know when you are driving the car there's a there's a rear view mirror and there is a side mirror but in between that there is a spot which you cannot see and that is called the blind spot in the same manner we find we seem to know many things but still there are certain things which we do not know we find that we are unable to know here we find a in a there is a two examples i would say from the bible i would like to share from the bible we have incident of hagar this hagar she was left alone and uh, God told Hagar you go back to Abraham and Sarah and be obedient and be with them and she obeyed God and she was with uh, Abraham and Sarah and then a time came then there was another crisis then she was sent out away and she came out and she came with Ishmael and uh, uh, as we read in Genesis there we find that uh, she uh, Ishmael was about to die you know out of thirst so hagar is there in a different place and she is crying at that time the bible says that god opened her eyes to see well of water and by that ishmael was made alive we read that somewhere in genesis chapter 21 verse 19 chapter 21 verse 19 So she opened her eyes to see the well of water, and because of that, you know, the dying son was made alive. So that I would say is God's providence. Even though we are born again believers, we are in the Lord. Yet at many times we need our eyes to be opened for God's providence. God provides. You know, there is no lack for those who seek God, those who desire after God, and. Uh, even though the lions and the lion cubs may hunger and and uh, what is it hunger and yeah they may lack food but god's people god's righteous people do never lack anything so we find that god provides so we need to have our eyes open for that god will provide no matter what happens no matter how and it may be a very you know if i begin to understand try to analyze with my own mind it may look very difficult but god will provide 
so we need to have that be open and see certainly the god whom i serve is well able to take care of me and the things that is about me so we need to have our eyes open for that that could be a blind spot in us there is another blind, another uh, example we have is we about this elisha elisha is a wonderful prophet and he has a servant and this servant has been with elisha for quite a long time and this um, the i think the syrian king they the king he wanted to come and capture elisha because what they are scheming in the in the uh, you know their more uh, security more se- secured room is being told somewhere else so these people want what then they found out the reason is because of this man elisha so what we will do will go and catch him so they sent an army about getting about 50 men and uh, they came and elisha and his servant were on a i think they were on a mountain they were sitting on a mountain and this army came and surrounded them and the servant got perplexed elisha you see the all the army is around us what shall we do and elisha says don't worry no and elisha prayed and then god opened the eyes of the servant shall we read that verse in second kings chapter 6 second kings chapter 6 verses from sub 15 to 17 second kings So here we find here he speaks about God's protection. We have our eyes to be open for God's providence as well as God's protection. You are never alone. You know you are never alone. You you have a tag called the child of God. And as a father, as we are concerned about our children, you know, we just message say hey where are you? You're so late. Where are you? Same manner. God is always concerned about us. you are never alone people who come against you may be more more in number or more in their might but god is well able to be with us and to protect us there's so so many bible promises and verses we have and examples we have in the word of god so we have to pray lord open my eyes let me see that you are a god who protects and you are a god who i i have come under your wings and in your wings the bible says in psalms 91 blessed is the man who comes under the wings of the lord there is a protection so we need to pray lord i want my eyes to be open for your providence the way you provide things for me and also for protection the way you protect me from all evil things and all things so we find that we can because of our spiritual lack uh, lack of knowledge or because of some reason that could be some blind spots in our life we have to pray lord open up my eyes that i am able to see that and then you also you then you have this you have a man called balaam balaam was a man who was um, you know is a bible says he is a prophet of god and uh, 
he used to go prophecy and things say things concerning about god and this uh, balak he hired this as this man balaam to go i want you to come and curse this israelites you know they are such a terrible people we got to go and curse them. then uh, this uh, balaam says okay then i will not go but then ultimately he yields then on the way we know that incident very well on the way he was you know he was told uh, <clears throat> by the donkey you know what you're doing is wrong man so you better do something you know, he was trying to do this and that and then at last he realized his fault then when he comes to stand to curse israel he says here is a man whose eyes have been opened you know that's a wonderful thing. he says i was blind to the way which god is dealing with israelites now we know it is it please god to bless us today whatever i may try to say but my eyes are open god's people are blessed god's god is pleased to bless us today we have that verse somewhere in numbers chapter 24 this is 1 to 4 numbers chapter 24 verses 1 to 4 Thank you, Sister Jindal. So here when he says, a man whose eyes have been opened, he may be a prophet, he may be a servant of God, still we need, there are areas where our eyes have to be opened. Now that's a wonderful experience, Lord, open our eyes, that we may be able to see you, and see your things more clearly. And finally we come to another blindness, it's called preferential blindness. It's called preferential blindness. by this night blindness certain period of the day you see very clearly but certain period of the time you are not able to see clearly same manner this is called a preferential blindness now what is this preferential blindness uh there are two examples i have taken but we will see some verses from the bible we turn to proverbs chapter 16 verse 11 proverbs chapter 16 verse 11 is is all the weights and all the is all the yeah all the uh, scales so that means it has to be a balanced one you know when you deal with anyone it has to be balanced one you can't have a, a weighter weightier scale for somebody and uh, you know the other way around it has to be a balanced one also we we read in proverbs chapter 20 verses 10 and 23 proverbs chapter 20 verses 10 and 23 yeah yeah both the verses are almost the same differing weights and 
what does it mean bible says god is not a respecter of person god counts everyone the same now when uh, we come to the cross all our social status everything is being demolished no neither jew nor a greek nor neither um, owner or a slave all right can you be a owner or a slave or an employer or an employee so everything becomes say you are in the at the cross everything is same there's no higher and different level now there are two examples i would like to say at one instant we find jesus is preaching in packed house and suddenly the uh, the disciples come to jesus and say jesus uh, your mother and your brothers are waiting outside i wonder what we would have been we would have done if we were there uh, jesus said uh, well these are my mother and children those who do the will of god are those who take the word of god or to i think that's what he says in that context those who are in the will of god and those who are you know uh, hearing the word of god and doing the will of god they are my brothers and my my and uh, this is a very difficult situation in fact every servant of god will know that walking in a very is not a being a servant of god is not a cat walk but it is a very critical walk you have a family on one side and you have the ministry on one side and it is not that easy whether you you if you want to please your family then it may go against your ministry or you want to please your ministry it may go against your family so it is not a very easy walk but very you know here is the tightrope walkers and it's like that you have to keep walking with it all the time but god give the grace and the wisdom to continue and to do that and uh, so that is one area that is family family is one area where it could become a potential blindness you know uh just jokingly somebody said uh, you know the most pitiers uh, man in this world will be your brother in law <laughs> you know your brother in law is the most pitiest person so you have to better you know you know arm up <laughs> so you always have to consider the person so you have to be very very careful the bible says you can't have two different sort of weights and balances it has to be a even balance and god is not a respecter of men when god says he's not a respecter of men then his calling and every that is different i'm not going into the calling or the ministry or the anointing but in the level of god either you are a jew or a greek or who it is you want to be born again be born again believe in the lord jesus christ be baptized and be filled with the spirit and that is the way you are and then the other area where we need to be very careful is the church you know it's a james very clearly gives an example when you have a service or when you have a prayer or something going on you but suddenly you find somebody you know who's bit um, you know ever wealthier he comes in then you you know invite them make them sit in the front and then you have somebody who's not that wealthy you say you go and sit somewhere else that's practically in the word of god right in james okay, so when you do that actually you're not doing just So in the same manner we find we have our 
balance our we can't be preferentially blind we have to everybody is the same in the sight of god and everybody is you know counted equal in the sight of god and the very person the least poor brother or sister in the church is also a precious soul in the sight of god so that is what we learn from so I, i'm going to finish and we have the breaking bread and there is one example you know where in um in luke where you have find this uh, there are two disciples walking to emmaus and uh, they were with jesus and after the death of jesus they were sort of you know disappointed and they were just walking around and suddenly we find jesus coming to them and talking to them and jesus is beginning to explain the word of god he says you know right from moses of it is all written about this uh, jesus the christ and all that but they have been listening to jesus but still they they were blind to certain things then he says uh, when they came and then jesus broke bread and gave it to them and the verse says very wonderfully says the eyes were open same and we are going to break bread even just a while now from now if the lord open my eyes to see who you are open my eyes to see your providence and open my eyes to see your protection let me know who you are so the more i know you the more i will begin to hate myself the more i know you more i see you Sorry, I have to say one more verse. In I think in Isaiah chapter six, there is one place where it says, "The year King Uzziah died." Uh, yeah, Isaiah saw the vision of God. Maybe in our life there are some Uzziahs who need to die. Uzziah is a man who was who started with God, then as he built up, he became very confident about himself. He became very confident. He even he went to the extent of offering the incense in before god which he was not supposed to do there are certain things in us that has to die so that we can see the glory of the lord and the vision of god no short way we are going to break bread just keep in mind this three blindness that can hinder us in our spiritual life total darkness total blindness the salvation the god has saved us there is a religious blindness that god has saved us from that too and we need to learn from whom do i or from where do i learn my christian practices is it from the word of god or from the somebody else or from the from the tradition may the lord continue to speak to us and may the lord continue to work in our life to open our hearts and mind and to see more in him praise god